Honeybee, we are here at G-Fest. <laughs> We're so excited to be here. Hey, you guys want to be on our podcast? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, like right now. I'm going to interview you right now. Sure. Is that all right? 20 minutes till the convention starts. Hi, what's your name? Benton Stroop. Benton Stroop. What's your name? Patrick Ashton. Is this your first time to G-Fest? Yes. And also, yes. Who is your favorite kaiju? Uh, probably basic, but Godzilla. Gigan. Gigan's your favorite? Why do you like Gigan? I don't know. I think it's just an interesting character in general. Yeah, yeah. He's got a lot of crazy stuff going on. How many Godzilla movies have you seen? I can't count. Uh, all of them. All of them? You looking forward to the new ones? Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, thanks for talking to us today, Benton and Patrick, and I hope you have a good time at G-Fest. Thanks. One, two, three, four. Monster Movie. Funtime Go! Monster Movie. Funtime Go! Monster Movie. Funtime Go! Monster Movie. Funtime Go! With Precious D and Honey Bee. Funtime Go! Patrick, tell me about Bride of Godzilla. Okay, so apparently it's supposed to be a night or er, not night or er, um supposed to be a 1956 sequel of uh, Godzilla ver, er, Godzilla Rage again. I don't know why it fell under, but I I guess the I'm guessing that the project didn't work out at the time. I have heard about other ones where when they're describing the movie they say it started out as this and then it turned into that and they changed a couple of things like one of them was it Godzilla versus Kong was supposed to be Kong versus Frankenstein and then they changed it yeah so yeah that happens a lot things change in development it probably I don't know what it would have turned into I don't know. Maybe we can start a conspiracy that it turned into every Heisei movie. Could be. Eventually, <laughs> gonna end it off with Godzilla getting a girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, he does have a nephew or a son or somebody who shows up at some time. So I guess maybe this was gonna explain where that kid came from. Maybe. Maybe. Well, we'll look into that one more. Thanks for talking to us, Patrick. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, we are here in the hotel room. <laughs> yes, we are. Uh, welcome to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. I'm one of your hosts, Precious D. And I'm the other one of your hosts, Honey Bee. We are interrupting our regularly scheduled program. I know we told you last week we were going to do Power Rangers this week, but I'm not sure we'll have time to record it. We just got done with G-Fest. <laughs> Our first G Fest, you guys. We are in the hotel room recording this on my phone, so I'm sorry if it doesn't sound as good as usual and it will not be edited much at all. <laughs> but we wanted to have something to share with you guys this week. So, uh, yeah, Honeybee, what did you think of G Fest? Oh, my goodness. I have so many thoughts. I really don't even know where to start, honestly. Um, it was an amazing time. I had so much fun, and I really just want to kind of walk through everything that we did and talk about our favorite things and um, 
what we did, what we didn't do, what we wanted to do maybe, the people that we met. Oh my gosh, you guys, if we met you at G-Fest and you're here now, uh, it was so nice to meet you and welcome. And it was a blast. Thank you so much for kind of welcoming us to our first G-Fest with open arms. Everyone was so cool. They were so great. Uh, I was a little nervous going in. I don't know if it's just because I naturally have imposter syndrome or if it's because I haven't been a fan for very long, you know, it's not something I grew up with. And so sometimes I guess in my brain, that kind of makes me like, feel like maybe less of a like fan a, in like some way. Yeah, exactly. Like a poser. And, um, just everyone was just so there, there were no elitist Godzilla fans, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. They were so welcoming and nice and wanted to, everyone wanted to talk to everyone. And it was so sweet from the moment we got there. The first person I met was a woman named Larissa. Larissa, if you're listening, Hey girl. Um, but just, she sat next to me, uh, two different times. And you know, the second time she was like, well, we might as well introduce each other because <laughs> we just keep running into each other. She was so sweet. It just, it really just felt like such a community and it's funny because since I haven't really been a fan for very long, um, kind of like going into it, I, I didn't really realize what it was going to be like to be around so many hardcore fans and that just felt so cool because I feel like in my world, this is such a new thing, but I feel like such a fan in my world, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But to actually be in this world where there are so many just hardcore fans, it was so cool. It was so fun. It was such an experience and I just loved it. I felt so welcomed and I, I love it. I can't imagine us not going at this yeah. point. In case anyone hasn't been paying attention, G-Fest is the annual Kaiju convention Put on by G-Fan Magazine. This was G-Fest number 28. Uh, obviously, they had to skip two years because we all did for everything. <laughs> but they came back last year, and this was our first year to go. Honeybee, have you ever even been to any kind of convention like that before? Um, not like that. I, I have been to the the conventioniest thing I've been to is like tattoo conventions. Okay. I've been to body modification conventions, um, where I've done really great things like suspended from six gauge shark hooks. Remember that picture. Yeah. Um, so that's the kind of convention that I am. <laughs> it was amazing. Don't, don't let him lie to you. No. no. <laughs> For me to look at was distressing. No, but so, so yeah, as far as conventions go, that's like where I, you know, am comfortable. So to go to something like this was completely different for me and it, it was just so fun. So you haven't been to like the local, the Permian Basin Comic Con or mm -mm. anything like that? No. Okay. Uh, or I think actually I did walk through the Comic Con one year, um, with somebody, but like I, it was like a day thing. I didn't really like stop and look. I wasn't really interested in much. Mm -hmm. Um, if I did even go, I don't know if I'm even thinking of the same thing. Well, there's one they have every, every year and sometimes more than once a year in, uh, in, uh, in Midland, but oh, in the area, no. the Permian, well, it's the Permian basin comic con. Mm -hmm. So it's a little small local thing, but that, that's where I met Sam J. Jones. Okay. Flash Gordon. 
And uh, I had a different one, um, Tara Reed. Okay. Got my second pussycat <laughs> autograph, that one. I just want more to go. Come on, Rosario. So I've been to this kind of thing before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, years ago, I went to a really big one in Dallas. And 10 years ago, I went to Gen Con, the big gaming convention, the mm. year they released the fifth edition of Dungeons and Dragons. So that's kind of similar. But I think the vibe of this one was a little bit different. I mean, it's the same basic thing. There'll be panels, there'll be celebrities signing things, and there'll be a great big dealer's room. Mm. So in that regard, they're all very similar. I see. But this one was just so very focused Mm. on a particular thing with just a little bit of bleed over into very closely related Things, things. Yeah. It was mostly Godzilla and other kaiju, and then a little bit of Tokozatsu, you know, mm-hmm. common Rider, um, anime type stuff, and some anime, uh, uh, anime, <laughs> and Power Rangers sort of Sentai thing. Although I didn't see any Power. Well, no, I saw one guy wearing a Power Rangers hoodie, but that's mm-hmm. about it. But there was a couple of common Riders. Mm-hmm. Walking around. Yes, I did see a few Power Rangers things. Like uh, I saw a Power Ranger backpack at one point. And, uh, oh, I saw a guy actually in like a power, uh, maybe it was the same guy. It was like a over the face hoodie. Uh-huh. That was a Power Rangers thing as well. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we had a, we had a great time. What all did we do? Well, so, first well, first of all, yeah, we drove, Yes. um, 20 hours and I, didn't realize this, but there are still people in toll booths in some places in the world where I live. All of the tolls are like electronic, like that takes a picture of your car. Recently, um, there was someone in Austin with the same license plate as me, but they were from New York. Oh. And so I got their toll bill and I was like, hey, this isn't even my fucking car. Right. <laughs> I, you know, whatever. But anyway, so I missed a toll at one point. That was very interesting. And then a man in a, in a toll box was like, where's your ticket? And I was like, oh, we didn't get And he's like, you gotta pay your fucking toll. And so, um, <laughs> my bad for that one. But yeah, we drove 20 hours, um, to get here to Chicago ish area. And that was our first adventure. That took us about two days. Yeah. We did stop for the night. Yeah. We stopped. Um, we got dinner. We stopped, um, in Missouri to, to spend the night. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So our first day we got all fancy and Dressed up. Oh my gosh, you guys. Precious D wore this green suit and it was a hit. Everyone loved your suit. It was so good. There were so many people who just wanted to talk to you just <laughs> just to tell you how sharply dressed you were. It was very nice. Yes, thank you to uh, Amin, Amin at uh, Dolce Vita yeah, for shout helping out. me with that. Yeah, so we got super dressed up, and the first thing, first rattle out of the box, uh, we were, if you're going to go to G-Fest, ladies and gentlemen, pre-register. Yeah. The line is much shorter. Um, yes, we pre-registered months so, ago. So happy that we did. So we got to skip to the head of the line. Which was very nice, um, and the first thing was the panel. 
Yeah. Well, first was orientation. Oh, yeah, then, you're right. Then uh, they have an orientation for the newbies just to kind of give you the lay of the land. Which I'm so glad we went to that. And the, Yeah. But then I gave the first panel of the day. Yeah. Which was supposed to go up against another panel, which sadly. The other panel. Yes. Which... <laughs> sadly for everybody but me, got canceled. Uh, Yomiko Shaku, who was the big celebrity there, mm-hmm. she has been in two Godzilla movies, uh, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla and Godzilla Tokyo SOS. Mm-hmm. And then she is in a more recent thing called Ike Boys. She was there with the director of Ike Boys. Yes, who was and, also translating for her. Yes. And uh, we're going to be setting up an interview with him in the future. Yay! So look for that. And I recommend that. Somebody said it was on Tubi. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, check out Ike Boys. Oh, yeah. Please. Please check it out if you haven't already. It's fantastic. We'll be doing a full episode on that when we in get a few it. years yeah. when we get to it. But we did get to watch it at the festival. Yeah. Well, of course, we'll talk about it when we interview mm-hmm. the director. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, she, her plane was delayed. So my panel was up against them doing a question and answer. And uh, I was like, oh, no, nobody's going to come to my panel. Mm-hmm. Her plane got delayed. So they canceled that panel. So I was presenting. Did I have? A, I think I've mentioned this before. What it was going to be? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but, but mention it in anyways. In case you missed, I was presenting a panel called "From Dungeons and Dragons to Power Rangers: Kaiju in Tabletop Role Playing Games." And it went really well. It went so well when when we were first when you were first setting up. I went and got coffee and I came back and there was, um, you know, like maybe like 12 to 14 people in the room. And I was like, oh, awesome. Like, heck yeah. And then by the time you started, the room was full. It was packed. And everyone seemed to actually be there to listen to what you were saying. Once it was all done, I think even if that other panel hadn't got canceled, you still everybody there seemed to be there because they wanted to hear about Kaiju and role playing games. Yes. So and we recorded all of that. Uh, mm-hmm. I did audio recording and Honeybee was video, video recording. recording. We're going to see what we can put together with that yeah. and put the whole thing up on our YouTube and channel. And hopefully also with your PowerPoint so yeah. that you can yes. do that We as haven't well. had a chance to look at it yet, but hopefully it came out well and we can put that up on our YouTube channel. Woohoo! But that went really well and people had a lot of questions. Yes. And then they kept coming up to throughout All the weekend. The, week, the whole weekend, people just kept coming up and saying, oh, hey, I loved your panel. Yeah. Hey, great panel. Yeah. And that was part of it, too. Is like That's that's what I'm talking about. It's like just the community. It was so – everyone was so friendly. No one was afraid to come up to you and just like talk to you yeah. or – it just – it was so – it was awesome. And I loved, I loved how well-received your panel was. It was – so fun. It was such a great start to the weekend for us, I feel like, to, yeah. you know, like for you to do the panel. And it was just like, it was, we were so busy from that point on. It mm-hmm. just felt like we didn't stop. And that was great. It was so yeah. awesome. So we did the panel and then. What did we do next? What did we do next? Um, <laughs> I think um, autographs. Yes. Yes. Uh, wanted to get, did not want to miss out on the autographs. So I went and got in line for that. Mm-hmm. Got Don Fry's autograph, who was in Godzilla Final Wars. Which we're coming to soon. And we did a brief interview with him today, Sunday. So we'll have that up at some point. Yeah. He is so smooth. Like when we were standing in line um, to get his autograph and get our picture taken and all of the things, 
I was just watching him. He is just a smooth guy. He knows how to talk to those ladies. Let me tell you, <laughs> I am not joking you. Um, he I, even, it was so funny cause I was sitting outside of the room, I think the next day and, uh, and this girl, you know, got his autograph and then came running out and they were very young girls, like in their early twenties. And she was like, just talking about like, Oh my gosh, he called me babe. And, <laughs> and she was like, he still got it. And they were just like looking oh at God. his picture and like squealing. And I was like, okay, Mr. Fry, get it. He's, if you haven't seen it, you got to watch it, but he is a very, um, gravelly mustachey cigar kind of guy yeah he talks real low and it's <laughs> it's working for him he's got a it's cowboy working. hat it's working for you mr fry <laughs> it really is he he's a doll and so glad that we got to interview him and he also has like a whole like career of other things oh, yeah, right? yeah. he's he, like a ufc fighter yes he's and... a ufc fighter and i believe a champion and um had a whole career I mean, we'll talk about him more when we get to his movie, but basically the director of that movie, Godzilla Final Wars, mm. Japanese movie, had seen him fighting, I guess, and just loved his look or his attitude or, or all of it voice. <laughs> and asked him to come be in the movie. And he said, yeah, because I don't think he's ever done any other movies. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh. I think that's his only. Uh, we'll check it. We'll double check that. But yeah, I think that's the only movie. There were no. Uh, the pictures that he was signing were all from that or from mm, fighting. fighting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And his assistant, too, the guy who was helping him, was also very sweet and kind and just very <laughs> patient and yeah. nice and funny. You know, he, he took our picture. He made us like laugh and feel comfortable yeah. and great people. And we uh, got to meet Linda Miller in Linda! person. She, oh my gosh, I, there was one point when they were introducing her and they were saying, uh, our very own Cinderella of G-Fest. Yeah. And she really is, you guys, she's just the sweetest. Um, she's so yeah. sweet. And at one point she was talking about, you know, G-Fest in the community and she even kind of got emotional. And yes. I was just like, I love you, Linda Miller. I feel like her line was not as long as it deserved to be. Um, people, well, the first day, everybody just wanted TJ Storm's autograph, mm. but today his line and Don Fry's line seemed equally as long. I don't know why that was. Mm. Um, it might also be because Miki was gone at that point. Not Miki. Wow. <laughs> What's her name? Yamiko. Shaku. Yes. Um, so happy to see Linda and to actually meet her in person and get to shake her hand. Because yeah. when you guys did the interview, I didn't get to, and I wanted to so bad, I was at Float Fest. So I've been to music festivals. Okay. What, um, wait, what makes it a float fest? You float down the river. And what, the bands stand by the side? No, it's like separate. You do it separately. Oh. Like you float and then you go and see the bands. Okay. But it's a festival. I think I like my idea better. Yeah, well, like every hundred cool. every hundred yards, there's a different <laughs> band, and you just float past them. Yeah, I remember when you got the interview, and you're like, "Oh, I'm doing the interview." I was like, "Dang it!" I'm, I was really bummed to miss it, but it was so. Yeah, it was so nice to see her and to get to hug her or you know shake her hand mm -hmm. and talk to her and her sweet little voice. And she's just she is she is. I feel like she's our Cinderella too. Yeah. And then uh, we met TJ Storm, got his autograph. Oh, my goodness. And got it, managed to get an interview with him today. 
Yes. But uh, that first day, I had to stay in quite a line for him. So, TJ Storm, if you don't know, (laughs) he's Godzilla. He does, I mean, he's he's a martial artist, he's a dancer, he's an actor. But he has ended up doing a lot of motion capture work, mm-hmm. and he is the current Godzilla in the legendary <laughs> Godzilla movies. Yes, and it was so cool because I got to show him my tattoo, <laughs> which shout out to Paolo, yeah. but um, I got to show him my tattoo, which is a legendary style yes, Godzilla, and we, would, yeah, his version, and we got to get his reaction on the show, and I can't wait for you guys to hear it. It was so <laughs> awesome. That was like one of my favorite moments of the yeah. weekend. So um, he's also did the motion capture for Colossus in mm-hmm. Deadpool. Yes. And uh, Deadpool 2, I assume. Mm-hmm. Predator. And he didn't get to do the voice. But I think but he, he could did have. a great impression. Yeah, did yeah. you hear him when someone yes, asked? Oh my asked, gosh! <laughs> and then he did a Russian accent to say, "No, I didn't." But um, yeah, I think he could have done it. Um, yeah, he definitely could have. And I don't remember who did it. If it was somebody that we've heard of, I don't remember who did the voice in that movie. I don't know. Uh, yeah, what, do you remember which Predator? I can't remember. No, it I'm was on his. It, it was yeah. We'll have to look it up. Yeah. Uh, Predator, Iron Man, uh, yes. Civil Wars. Yes. I think it was. Yes, T- uh, um, Robert Downey Jr. Folks is not doing his own motion capture for Iron Man. At least, maybe he did in the first one. I don't know, but it was Iron Man two or three. That Isn't TJ... he spoiler alert dead at this point? The character is. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> But he's been in many movies. He's not just been in three Iron Man movies. He's been in yeah, right, a, Civil War. Yeah, and I the, think is the three one Avengers that movies. TJ Storm was oh, was that? Yes, that's the one he did. Um, but he, yeah, we also. I can't wait for you guys to hear that interview. But he's such a sweet, gentle soul. And at one point, um, I believe it was Friday during the opening ceremonies, wasn't it? Or yeah. no, he kind of gave a speech a little bit about just the Saturday. spirit of Godzilla. And it was so touching, and I got a little snippet of that, too, that hopefully we'll put up somewhere. But it's so true, and I feel like I've talked about it before on the show of, like, and it's a reason why I love Godzilla so much is just, like, the, you know, the spirit of him. And and it's just so insane, you guys. I cannot wrap my brain around it. I'm still kind of processing just, like, being in a single place with all of these people who know so many things and are such big fans. And, and there was this moment when we were going through the convention where I was just feeling like, man, like thinking of some of the movies, you know, it's like, I remember watching those movies in the beginning and just like, wow, these movies are so horrible. But then like <laughs> listening to actual genuine fans, you know, who, who grew up with these movies and talking about how they're so good and how they, you know, it was, um, I remember this one point we met this gentleman, I think his name was Adam. Shout out Adam. If you're listening, I know he did give us a follow and stuff. Um, but he was saying, um, Oh, King Kong. Yeah. I just, I can't, it's such a good movie. It still holds up today. And, and it was just so it's so humbling in this way because when we first watched King Kong, I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? And I'm like laughing at it and it's just so hysterical and goofy to me because I didn't grow up with it, but hearing Adam talk about it, you know, and hearing him say like, and it's, it's such a good movie and it still holds up today because it's his childhood Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, so nostalgic to him and it just felt so 
I don't know. It makes me feel so emotional. It makes me feel feelings to like, um, you know, just be around all of these people who love this thing that I am just coming into and just kind of, you know, starting to love and, but to see that this, this history of it and this like rich culture and it's just so cool. I really just felt like going into it that I was kind of like going to be this outsider, you know, mm. because I, I don't know you know, I haven't seen all the movies yet. I don't know all of these things, but to be just surrounded by all of these people, it was just so amazing. So yeah. Um, so then Friday night, we got to work with Dojo Studios and yes. we recorded for, um, some scenes for their little movie, which was so fun. We did an interview with one of them. Uh, we apparently will not be able to see our part until next year's. G-Fest. Yes. This year in the opening ceremonies, they showed what they had filmed last year. Excuse me. So they, um, <clears throat> they help organize certain parts of the convention, like the costume contest and stuff like that. And they are, I guess you'd say amateur filmmakers. Yeah, I guess so. I'm not sure. <clears throat> Well, because they only seem to do it for this. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, because I mean, started, they, they have work and yeah, lives and yeah, jobs yeah. outside. Yeah. So and they're so they're not doing it all year round. They do mm -hmm. it for G Fest, and and we interviewed one of the, one of the members of the studio. Yeah, shout out Nick, um, shout out Paul. So I don't want to say Lee. too much because he'll um, tell us about it. But basically, yeah. they started with the costumes and then thought, hey, we should maybe film something with all these cool costumes we've got, yeah. and that led to them. Um, being a studio, I guess. <laughs> and, yeah. But that was a lot of fun. So fun. It was so fun. And uh, that was, yeah, that was the end of Friday. Saturday, we, so um, the other celebrity was y Yomiko Shaku, as we mentioned. And sh her times for signing were limited, so you had to get a ticket. Mm -hmm. And they were sold out Friday mm -hmm. by the time we got there. So we got there early, getting there an hour early, still put us halfway down the line. I'd say even more than halfway, yeah. really. But uh, they doubled the amount of tickets, and mm -hmm. everybody that was in line was able to get a ticket. Yeah. So instead of like a hundred people, it was like two hundred. Two hundred, yeah. But that took up a significant portion of of my Saturday. Uh, Honeybee, what did you did you wander off and do some stuff? Yeah, I did. I um. I, I did quite quite the wondering. I went and visited the little tattoo. They had uh, some little Godzilla Flash tattoo stuff. I just went and kind of like watched in there for a little bit. There was an arcade, like a game room. I went and played in the arcade. I think I did a coloring page at one point. Um, there was a Starbucks in the hotel we were at. That was awesome. So I got <laughs> plenty of coffee. Um, yeah, I just kind of played, just walked around, played. I, I went to the dealer's room, you know, several times. There was so much to see in the dealer's room. You could not see it all, yeah. you know, so I would go in there for a little bit, like look at some stuff, find some stuff, play with things and then, <laughs> and then wonder some more. I just really floated around and really enjoyed, got to enjoy the festival yeah. and take lots of pictures and see all of the, uh, cosplays and costumes yeah. and all of the things, which I, we're slowly posting. It's been a crazy weekend, but we're slowly getting things out. So yeah. look for that stuff on all the socials and stuff um what else did we do saturday uh well like i said i spent a lot of time 
waiting in first getting the ticket, then waiting in line. Uh, but uh, I got her autograph, and as we mentioned earlier, the director Eric McEver was there, and I had her sign a picture from uh, Godzilla against mm-hmm. Mechagodzilla, but they had some Ikey Boy posters there, and I got him to sign one of those. Yes. And the artist who illustrated that poster uh, was there, but Bob uh, Eggleton. Mm-hmm. But he's going to be at Kaiju Go. Kaiju Go next month, so we're going to have him sign that poster. Yes. Well, we oh, we that. got to meet Jay. Shout out Jay from yes. Kaiju Go. Yes. He was so awesome. Jay, oh, thank you so much for being so cool. Jay from Kai, who was organizing Kaiju Go, but runs a Tokyo Toy Town. Mm-hmm. So he was a vendor there. And they were selling a lot of stuff. Yeah, they were. <laughs> Can't wait to hang out with they, those guys. They had a little bit left over, but they sold most of their stuff, I mm-hmm. think. Um, so, yes, yeah, Saturday, we I went oh. to the dealer's room, checked out all the models. Or did I do some of that? I don't know. Some of the stuff yeah. I did Friday and Saturday and it blurs together. I know. It really does. We also we watched uh, Cowgirls versus Pterodactyls. That's, right. That's right. So there was a room. Folks, our hotel room is right by the airport. So, yeah, if you hear some airplanes. Some of these planes, they seems like they're going to crash right into the room. <laughs> I love right it. Oh, window. God, I love it so much. Uh, yeah, there was a room that was showing movies the all day time. long. Yeah. Um, there was a movie theater in town uh, a little, a few miles away, an Uber ride away, mm-hmm. that was showing proper movies at like at 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. We ended up not going to any of that because we were busy. And there are movies that we've seen or I own. But they, this room was showing movies all day long, and some of them were better than others. And we watched Cowgirls versus Pterodactyls. Which there were no cowgirls in. <laughs> yes, it was a Western, but none of those women were making their living herding cattle. I I loved – it was so much fun, though. It, it was, was so it, fun. It was prostitutes, a teacher, and a gunslinger versus – pterodactyls yeah it was it was so awesome also there was like a group of teenage boys like sitting kind of in front of us and some off to the side and they really made the movie for me because Uh, their reactions were so good (laughs) one of my favorite parts of the whole movie was when all the pterodactyl eggs are hatching yeah and like just hundreds of these like pterodactyl babies like come up and the kids sitting next to you went mine Mine. oh my god it was so funny Uh, but it was this, hilarious. This was not actually a good movie, folks. We can't recommend that you watch it. It's it's kind of like if you were in like a community theater and yes. you guys had a project, like you got make this movie. It was you very know? it was very homemade. It was very cheap. The matte lines in some of the scenes were oh, just it was painful. so fun. And everything was filmed from about two feet away from the actor's face. And I assume this was because. They were filming in all modern locations and they found, you know, a little bit of an old timey looking backdrop and needed to zoom in close so you couldn't see any of the very mm-hmm. clearly modern things right next to it. Yeah, it was so fun. It was I I had a great time watching it and just I, that was a really good moment for me. It was also kind of one of those things where we had been like going and doing and all these things yeah. and it was like the first time you could like sit down and it was a dark room. I had a little bit quiet. of a night. Yes, you did. <laughs> You did. But, um, yeah, it was super fun. Uh, and then we did, I think, didn't we do Jeopardy that night? 
Yes, we went and so that was the whole. Th- th- they had a well, they called it G Party, but it was Jeopardy. It was Godzilla Jeopardy. Godzilla Jeopardy or Kaiju. There was some gamma stuff in there too, I think. And, and, and Kong. Uh, Kong. But um, they had a preliminary. They had a qualifying questionnaire. Mm-hmm. And then they picked three contestants from the people that filled out the questionnaire. It was amazing. And they did a Jeopardy. And they have a um, Stanley Cup-style trophy for that in that it's one you don't get to keep. It's one you get to put your name on, but then you're supposed to bring it back next year to give to the next person. That was so or fun. try to win again. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think the guy who did win, Alex, yeah. um, had won several times before. He, yeah, I wasn't clear if he won it four times in a row or just four yeah. times total, but uh-huh. I think this was his fourth time. Oh, I think, no, this was his third time winning, third. but his oh, okay. fourth year having it because he had it the two years for COVID. Oh, right. He just, <laughs> had, to, he just had to hold on to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was so fun. Uh, that was one of the, and there was also a, a silent auction during yeah. that time, or I yeah. don't think it was silent. It was just an, an auction. Right. Yeah, so they were auctioning some they, – there's some kind of charity they do called G-Fans Helping G-Fans. And mm-hmm. I didn't get any details about what exactly they were helping them with. Mm-hmm. But they were – the money they raised in the game room, there was a – there were, well, there were two game rooms. There was a tabletop game room and then there was a video game room. Mm-hmm. And I think any of the money they got from like the quarters you had to put into the machines and stuff uh, was going to that. Mm. And then these auctions were raising money for that. So they auctioned a poster that had been autographed and a couple of different things that had been autographed by the various mm. stars. And they Dang, the only game I played was <clears throat> free. What what was it? The one when you first walk in the door and it was the Godzilla like stomping and you had to shoot him in the knees and the Oh, I didn't realize that was a free because it had a coin slot, but yeah, I Yeah, no, you just push the little square oh, and okay. it would like do the free I play. Tried it. So I thought they were all free because of that because I, I just played that game and then right. walked around the room and bounced. So there was some that – I mean I pushed the button just to test. But mm-hmm. but I had read something about any of the money from the game room that goes to the charity. Nice. Um, in the tabletop game room, they were demonstrating uh, Kaiju Attack, mm-hmm. which we met those – the guys the Yay. guys who invented the game. It's a card game. Guys who created the game were there. They had a booth, but they were also demoing the game. In the tabletop room. Shout out. We met them. We did an interview with them that we'll be posting soon. Uh, We'll have to try to actually play this game. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really excited. I'm excited to play the game and give that Amazon review. And I am excited to read the books. Yes. We also uh, bought a book from Dane G. Kroll and his monsters from his book or book series. They did. They did a collaboration. The card game has an expansion that has his monsters Very cool. in it. So uh, we had a little interview with him. We got his book. But the other thing that was being demonstrated in there, well, there was the Godzilla Jenga just in there. Yeah. And there was just a deck of Godzilla versus Car- Kong cards. Mm-hmm. That It wasn't a card game. It was just a deck of cards that had, you know, those images on it. And uh, the other thing was Kaiju... Risk, risk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also somebody was demonstrating Monster Apocalypse. Yeah, and that was another game that was listed, but I didn't actually see anybody in there doing it. What was it? It was similar to the Monster Apocalypse. It was a miniature kaiju. Oh, game. I just thought of something too, which I can't believe that I'm just now thinking of this because it was a highlight of my weekend. Um, 
I just thought of this because we, we saw them in that room is also, um, we met Patrick and <laughs> Tommy, um, shout out to those guys. Yes. Uh, man, I, you know, Patrick was one of the first people that we met and he, he was a, an 11 year old kid and yeah. he just really, he is such a little badass. He <laughs> made my weekend so good. Seriously. I, it was so crazy when we first met him and we we're like doing the interview, which we also interviewed him and, mm-hmm. uh, and a friend. Right. Uh, yeah. And, um, and Precious was like, what's your favorite kaiju? And, like, he was like, Gigan. <laughs> and that shocked me. And then, like, through the weekend, I was like, holy shit, the kids love Gigan. I was so – it's just so <laughs> cool that, like, it's so, so cool to see the just the fans yeah. and the fan base. And, and as far as, like, 11 – and there were younger kids there, too. There were so yeah. many kids, and it was so cool. And then um, we got to, yeah, meet his dad and um, Adam and Casey, too. They were the – I was just talking about them earlier. We got to meet – it was another dad and kid combo, and, and he was saying, you know – like, oh, I grew up with these movies, and then I got to pass it on to my my son in his first convention whenever, mm-hmm. you know? So it was so cool. But, yeah, shout out to Patrick and Tommy because they were <laughs> they were so awesome. Um, we just kept running into those guys, yeah. and they were really, yeah. really just – Patrick is such a badass. And also he, like, you know, um, every, he had been saving his allowance or whatever <laughs> it was, his money, um, for months, like, leading up to this convention. So he had, you know, a couple hundred bucks, and he was just – so ready to spend that money and every day we you know except i didn't see them today but he got to get a different uh model a different figure every mm-hmm. day and and just man he he yeah. he's so knowledgeable he's such a badass i just love him so much and uh it's so cool to see someone who's such a fan and he's 11 you know and uh, uh, he's a fan of these movies that are you know just like these old movies and he yeah. knows so much about them and Oh man, he just really made my weekend. Uh, so shout out to those guys. I hope you guys uh, love the show. So uh, the but briefly the uh, kaiju risk. We did an interview briefly with the guy who developed that. It's not an official product. Isn't he from Texas too? And I don't recall. Yeah, I think he was. I'll take your word for it. Fellow Texan. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember if I asked him, so you must have talked to him. Uh, I didn't talk to him. I just uh, – I went when I was like kind of surveying <clears throat> the game, I, I heard him telling someone else. Uh, anyway, he has just basically come up with his own um, homebrewed house rules for incorporating kaiju into your risk game. And he was demonstrating that. And he had made-up cards and little pawns. So he had a – he had like some old-fashioned – risk pieces with the cannons and the soldiers and everything for the armies. Uh, but then he had made these pawns with the kaiju and he'd had a cards that, um, had their various powers on them. And, uh, I won't go into it too much. Cause like I said, we did an interview with mm-hmm, him, mm-hmm. but it wasn't anything that is officially licensed. Uh, I think, and I'm not sure if he's going to be able to do that, but he'd like to do it, uh, but he was just demonstrating it to people, and people were sitting there playing, and they seemed to enjoy it. They were having it. a great time. Yeah. Whenever it was uh, going, there were people in there playing it. Lots of people too. It was the biggest <clears> game. Yeah, he th- he had a full table. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just like two, three guys. It was mm-hmm. more like five or six. Yeah, people playing it, and uh, yeah, they looked like they were having a lot of fun. A blasty blast. So I don't know. I felt like. I had a vague idea I might try to run a role-playing game in there, but there just wasn't Mm-mm. time. I don't know if we come back next year, if maybe I'll talk to them about scheduling that. Mm-hmm. 
but then there's the case of trying to decide which one <laughs> to run mm. for out of all the ones that I uh, mentioned yeah. <laughs> in my in my presentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a room full of models, dioramas. Oh man! Which we things. also got an interview with uh, one of those guys. Yep. yep. Which that is so awesome. Up. Yeah. Uh, we got an interview with one of the costume contests. Oh yeah. So we got sidetracked though. After mm. Jeopardy. Oh yeah. Then there was a sort of uh, let's say hey to all our special guests, and there was a presentation of the award awards, uh, Hall of Fame awards. They were they yes they were doing a uh, uh, G Fest Hall of Fame, and these were basically volunteers who had just contributed to it over Yay. the years. Yay! <laughs> Shout out Andy Still. And then they presented TJ Storm with the Mangled Skyscraper. Award, yeah. and he was very touched by that. He was, and I can't wait to hear you guys. I can't wait to show you guys that interview and yeah. for you to hear him because he talks about getting that award and how honored he yeah. felt. To and we it. tried to video as much of that as we could, but we were dumb and had not charged our phones fully beforehand. Well, I don't think it's that we were dumb, it's that we had it was at nine o'clock at night or like eight o'clock right. at night, and we had been there since nine o'clock that morning. Yeah, I'm saying I could have thought ahead though and tried to charge it up. We had a little bit of downtime. I should have tried to charge it up some. Yeah. But that's okay. Um and then was the costume parade. Mm-hmm. So I they didn't award the winners until the next day mm. so i just happened to come across one of the winners and did a quick interview very with him cool. so that will be up and he had a point. great jacket he did <laughs> he did uh and then uh that was, that was the end of saturday and sunday was kind of a short day everything shut down at five yeah which today. was kind of like whew, thank goodness yeah. so much excitement over the weekend yeah but we did manage to get uh our other celebrity interviews mm-hmm. and we've um, set up oh, some interviews. something else that we did. I'm not sure when we did this or how we missed it, but we got to watch the Ike boys. Yes. Saturday there. we watched the Ike boys. And then uh, there was a Q and a afterwards, mm-hmm. which was so cool. And I don't think a lot of people knew about that. Cause they just got yeah. up and bounced. They just left and like didn't even, <laughs> and the guy was like, Hey, there's going to be a Q and a, but he wasn't very loud and right. no one really heard yeah. him. And then they couldn't get all the lights on. Yeah. So the lights were only on in half of the room, which was fine. Whatever. <laughs> we didn't care as long as she was speaking to us. Yeah. yeah. Yumiko speak so. to us. Oh, one of my favorite parts about that too, is when someone asked her what her favorite, uh, anime was and who her favorite character was. And she said, what was it? The Lion like King? A, no, that was in the movie though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so funny, though. The, the Lion the King Jap- and, and... Oh, yeah, the it young, was in the movie. Yeah, that was the other character. The young Japanese girl in the movie. Her, oh, yeah, that her was Her favorite so, anime was, was The Lion, Lion King. King. And her favorite character was Simba. Yeah. Um, but... Um, that was uh, super Yumiko, fun. Yumiko, uh, this was her first time coming to something like this. And she was a little... Uh, overwhelmed i think with just you think so well just i mean not in a bad way oh like just but just like oh my gosh so many people she said there's not that much stuff like this in japan Mm -hmm. and she just seemed to have no idea that her movie that is but 20 years ago that she made this movie and i don't think walking down the street in japan she's constantly being hey that's like Godzilla girl i mean she's done other things uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if she's more recognized for the, those other things in Japan. Mm. 
she yeah, was lovely. She just seemed sort of surprised by how big the whole thing was and how enthusiastic everybody was mm. for what she had done. And um, seemed very, very happy about it, though. Yeah, yeah. So maybe she'll come back again because it seemed like she enjoyed it. Um, her her English is not that good. It's, I mean, it's better than my Japanese. Mm -hmm. But uh, so that got in the way, uh, probably got in the way of her enjoyment a little bit. But uh, she did have her friend, the director, there with her the whole time translating. And mm. it looked like she was having a good time. Yeah, I don't think it got in her way at all. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying she could have chatted with the fans more and, and interacted more directly. I just feel like there were so many of them that it's probably really good for her that she... Because <laughs> there were so many people at yeah. all times, you know, yeah. trying to kind of like get to her, even if she was just walking through. Right. So it's probably for the best that she could just walk away. <laughs> maybe and... her Japanese... Maybe her English is better than she let on. <laughs> no, she was, she was a doll. She was so sweet and just so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Just yeah. so graceful and... Oh, it was so fun. Yeah. Just everything. Everybody's cosplays were amazing. And it was just, it was great. It was so much fun. So here we are now in the hotel. Yeah, room. just kind of, you know, had letting a, it all had go. Had a nice dinner at Shoeless Joe's. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It was delicious. Best burger ever. They <laughs> were not afraid to give me a medium rare burger. Yeah. Um, it was so bloody that by the time I... Picked it up to put it in my mouth. Like, from the kitchen to the table, my bottom bun had turned into a pink, gooey, mushy mess. And it was everything I ever hoped for in a burger. So, shout out to Shoeless Joe's, too. Yeah. Who was a baseball player in the early 1900s? There, I mean, I think there may have been more than one guy mm -hmm. who used the name Shoeless Joe. Because it didn't, oh. doesn't say his last name on the restaurant. So It's Johnson, I think. Shoeless Joe? Yeah. Jackson. Johnson? Yes. Right. Jackson? I mean, there's a main guy, but I think some other guys have used that nickname Jackson. Since, since him. He was a famous baseball player in the early 1900s. <laughs> you looked it up? I looked it up at the restaurant. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know that the restaurant is directly associated with him or just somebody. Well, there was but, baseball shit all over. No, I know that. No, oh. I know they want. I'm saying I don't think he founded the restaurant oh, chain. Oh, no, 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 or, no, no. Or even his family. No. I think they just chose to call it that. Yeah. It was really good. Our waitress was super nice and attentive and sweet. I had a great time. Yeah. It was a perfect dinner to end our weekend because we had a lot of like hot dogs mm. and pizzas and yeah. weird things. So, so we got to get back on the road early in the morning yes. and then go back to work. And go back to reality. There will be a kaiju Oop, there go. There goes gravity. <laughs> Oop, there goes rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll be a kaiju go next month and uh, we'll get on recording that Power Rangers gotta help me episode <laughs> for next week I'm, I'm excited because uh, you know Power Rangers this was what like 97 98 like something like that I don't remember exactly. I don't remember either but I was like 4 or 5 okay. when I first saw it and uh, it was a it's near and dear to my heart okay. so I'm excited. Oh, that's something else. Um the panel that we went to uh -huh. with the guys who about the 98 Godzilla. Yeah. That was so much fun and it was so I really loved that they got uh you know several different people to talk about it and mm. then like the different ages there yeah. was like you know the guy who was doing the panel a guy who was a little bit older who was like neutral a guy who was probably a millennial and like loved it and then uh like gen 
what is it, Gen Z yeah. or kind of guy who yeah. hated it. Yeah. And they all talked about it, and it was so smart that they did that, and they went that route about it, because you got everybody's perspective, and no matter how you felt in the room, you had someone yeah. who felt the same way. I loved that the, panel. The it was panel sweet. Is called uh, Godzilla 98, Bad, Bad or, or Misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. Yeah, we'll be getting that one pretty soon. Yeah, so. I know. I'm really excited. Um, I'm really, really excited to get to that for many reasons, but especially because of the panel. And then the panel that we went to um, with the other guy who uh, does the podcast. Um, the one about myth busting? Yes, that they was were correcting so a fun. bunch of kaiju myths about, no, it's not true that this guy did that thing. Yes, and that this yes. Was based on that. And, and we were in line uh, waiting to interview TJ Storm, and we actually heard someone right. say well, one of the myths. She just, so <laughs> the myth was that somebody had had their appendix removed while they were inside the Hedora the suit. <laughs> But she just said diagnosed with appendicitis while in the suit. She I just thought it was so funny. She didn't that we... say that his appendix was actually removed while he was in the suit. So she might not have been completely wrong. It was so funny, though. I just thought, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because yeah, at the end of the panel. Right yeah, yeah. At the end of the panel, the guy was like, so now, you know, correct anybody that you yes. hear, you know, right. say it. And right. um, hopefully we'll do an interview with that guy soon, too. Yeah. We did get his card. Yeah. And... We talked to a bunch of people that we're going to try to collaborate with in the coming months. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So if you're one of those people, send us a message. Yes. And if you're not one of those people, send us a message. (laughs) And uh, if you love us, send us a message. If you hate us, send us a message. If you're listening to us in Sri Lanka, send us a message. Send us a message. Shout out. We're popular in Sri Lanka among movie review podcasts. Which is awesome. We love you guys. We love every single one of you guys. Thank you for. For all of this, I feel super um, inspired by G-Fest just to, like, you know, be a better podcaster. Put it seriously. I'm serious. You know, it just, it was such an inspiring thing. I, I, this, like, sense of community of, like, brotherhood, you know, kind of thing. And it's like... I just feel even um, the kids and, you know, there were just, it was so cool. It was just so much fun. And yeah, I just feel super inspired by the fan base and by the fans to like, you know, just bring you guys the best show we can. And, you know, sometimes it's easy to forget because we just talk to each other and like we're best friends. We talk to each other all the time when we're not podcasting. Mm -hmm. So it's so easy to forget that there are people listening to this show for me. You know, like when we do like a show together on stage, you're working off of that energy, the audience energy, you like feed off of it. But when you're doing something like this and you, we record, we record separately, you edit it, we put it together. It's just easy to forget, um, that there are these like people out there and to actually, uh, go and meet those people. Also shout out to Daniel and Debs who we met today. And I feel like we will be lifelong friends. (laughs) Um, I just feel like we'll be friends forever. We'll be friends forever, won't we, Daniel? Um, <laughs> shout out to that was a Fox and the Hound reference. If you oh, didn't get it, I've did <laughs> okay. seen it once uh, when it was new. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just um. Shout out to those guys because they came all the way from London yeah. and they were they're jet lag. Oh my yeah. gosh, like they're six hours difference mm-hmm. and just to hear like how much the festival has changed their lives mm-hmm. and how they continue to you know, keep going and just they meeting you was so good for them and important for them. <laughs> they were so happy to hear like your brain and your thoughts and yours. So yeah, I just, I, I, I can't imagine my life without it. 
at this point, you know, like just the podcast, uh, Godzilla in general, um, and now the festival. Yeah. I just feel like, man, it's such a, it's such an amazing community. It's such an amazing movie, series of movies, such an amazing people. I'm just so happy to be here. It was here. a really uh, diverse group. Yes. Too. I've been to a few conventions where I looked around and everybody looked just like me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, ugh. All these nerds. Well, there was, I won't say which one, but there was one convention when I, that I went to where everybody almost, uh, was a white guy about my age, Mm a little bit older and younger, but, uh, only a very few females and maybe, you know, one black family. Mm -hmm. And so it was good to just see a wide variety of types of people. Mm-hmm. There and people from all around the world and all around the country, and just from a few snippets of conversation I heard, wide political spectrum yeah, represented, yeah. but all there enjoying Godzilla and Godzilla-related yes. content. It was, yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was it was great. It was cool too. Um, one of the guys from the panel was talking about like you know it doesn't matter uh, which Godzilla you like or who you, you uh, there are movies that aren't good. There are movies that are. It's like like what you like. You're safe here. You know it was it was a joke. It was it was but it was funny. But it's so true. You know it's so true and it's just so cool. It's so cool to see so many different people, so many different walks of life, all coming together, loving the same thing for all of the reasons and. Um, yeah, I just feel so happy to be a part of, um, something so big and something so like, you know, the culture is just, it's amazing. And, uh, yeah, I feel super inspired. I feel super recharged. I want to take my, uh, G fest energy and go home and not just slip into, you know, the reality of everyday work and just forget that this was just so much fun and just completely, uh, yeah, recharging. So I'm super grateful. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for today. We're at almost an hour. Yeah, it's an episode. Again, I apologize for what is probably shitty sound quality. We'll find out. I, I bet it's fine. And for the bleep bloops that just happened, because it's on my phone. Everybody's used to your bleep bloops at this point. <laughs> Even when it's not on your phone, you get a bleep bloop uh, or two. <laughs> so until next week, I have been Precious D. And I have been Honey Bee. Remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements. And please don't misuse science. We won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go. You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato folk rock punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg. Dun, dun, dun.